You've heard it said that every cloud has a silver lining. And it's true. Hard times in our lives can produce good results. You just have to dig through the fog to find them. The lessons that you learn from your hardships are never fun, but they're valuable. Over the next few weeks, I'd like us all to think about those hard-earned lessons. Maybe we can come out on the other side better than we were when it all started. This is something to think about. Sorry, I don't have a catchy story to grab your interest today. Rather, I have a really tough question for you. It's tied to an earlier discussion about death. It's a question that's been asked of me more times than I can remember. It's one that you've thought about yourself. If there is a God, why do bad things happen? If God's all-powerful, why is there evil in the world, like coronavirus and a whole host of other horrors that cause such suffering? You, as first responders particularly, see more than your fair share both of crime against the innocent and catastrophes that devastate the lives of good people. How do you process that? All of us need to answer this question for our own spiritual health. I hope you'll think through this. I hope you'll listen. It's a huge question. And we can only scratch the surface here, but let's think about it seriously. Most often this question is asked of me by people who don't necessarily believe in God, though they know that I do. And it's a fair question, and I do my best to answer it. But first, I'd like to ask them the same question. Most people who ask me this question believe that the world just evolved into what it is today. And that's their prerogative. But how does the idea of evil or bad things fit into a world with no God, a world that just evolved? As I understand it, the theory of evolution is actually based on the very premise of bad things happening in the world. Chaos, cataclysms, brutality, and death. That's how things began. That's how mutation, adaptation, and survival move forward. Big bangs and stellar bombardments, tidal tsunamis, interspecies warfare and carnage, all of these are the stuff of evolutionary progress, as I understand it. In other words, so-called bad things in the world are normal. They're even necessary for higher species to evolve. If you've read Darwin, for example, his foundational theory is grounded on this very idea, as clearly seen in the title of his book, Origin of the Species by Means of Natural Selection subtitled, The Preservation of Favored Races in the Struggle for Life. In Darwin's view, life or existence is all about struggle and the selective preservation of the most fit. Infamous leaders of the world like Hitler and other proponents of eugenics based their actions on Darwin's theory. My point is not to argue against evolution or to vilify it, you can read the writings of these men and study their seminal ideas for yourself. My point is this. It seems somewhat inconsistent to me for my friends to embrace evolutionism, for example, and at the same time wonder if there is a God, why he would allow bad things to happen. Without a God, 
Bad things are normal. In fact, they're not even bad. They're essential. If I understand evolutionism, the whole point of existence is survival. And only the fittest survive. But what if there is a God? What if God made everything good? What if God gave man a choice as to whether he wanted to live in the good world that God created under God's authority, or if he wanted to live in a world that man ruled under man's authority, a world free from God? What if man did in fact choose to change the world to be his own God and to live in his own way rather than God's way? After all, God didn't make robots, he made humans with choices. If all of that's true, then God didn't make the world bad. Rather, he allowed man to experience his own world apart from God. And that world, man's world, turned out to be bad. Really bad. In God's world, good was normal. In the world that man chose for himself, bad things became the norm. Not because of what God did, but because of what man chose what God allowed man to choose. Let me illustrate it this way. Anyone who's had a child who reached driving age knows what this is like. I remember allowing my first child, my oldest daughter, to own her first car. I well knew when she got that car that bad things could happen, really bad things. She herself could make bad decisions that could produce horrible consequences even death. Or other people on the road could make bad decisions that could produce for her horrible consequences, even death. Or unforeseen things could happen, natural disasters like collapsing bridges or ice storms or a million other things, unforeseen things that could produce for her horrible consequences, even death. Even though I knew all of that, and I warned her of those dangers, she wanted her own car, and I allowed her to have it. I even bought it for her. Here's my point. You and I often allow people that we love to do things that we well know might or even probably will turn out bad, really bad. Because we allowed it, should we then blame ourselves for those bad things? I think not. In my opinion, neither should we blame God. Sure, I believe that God allows bad things to happen in a world that man chose to rule for himself. But in my opinion, there's also good news. God is ultimately still in control, even though he allows bad things to happen in the world that man chose. And God will ultimately restore what was good. I believe he will ultimately fix what man broke. In fact, I believe that God himself experienced the evils of this world so that he can make them right. We cannot know how much evil God will allow to happen, but neither do we know how much evil God has prevented from happening. But here's what we can know. If there's no God at all, then bad things are normal, and we can only hang on and hope to survive as long as possible. But if there is a God, then bad things are not normal. They are, in fact, 
bad. And he will ultimately restore what is good. I'm not trying to convince you of my opinion, not at all. I'm just telling you how I've answered this really hard question for those who've asked me about God and evil. You need to answer this really hard question for yourself, and that's my point. So let me ask you what you think about a world full of sickness and suffering and dying like our world right now. In order to be spiritually healthy, especially as first responders, you have to have some reasonable way in your life to process all of the horrible things that happen. Unfortunately, you see way too much of it. How do you process that? What's your answer to the question of evil? It's definitely something to think about. If there's any way that I can help along the way, please give me a call or shoot me an email. I'd love to talk to you. Take care and thanks for all that you do.